Hey everybody, this is S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast. How are you doing? Uh, this is episode number 436, and let's, let's be honest, let's, uh, let's just get to it. Uh, if you watched the fight last night, and don't worry, this is not gonna be a UFC fight breakdown or anything like that. I'm just gonna use what happened to Kamaru Usman last night, getting knocked out when he was winning the fight. I'm gonna use that as an example to make my point, okay? So don't, don't get turned off by that. If you're not a sports fan, you'll understand what I'm talking about. Um, Everybody has a tough night at the office. Kamaru Usman has a tough night at the office. You have tough nights at the office. I have tough nights at the office. It literally happens to everybody, right? Sometimes you do your best and it's just not good enough. And sometimes success will happen to you in a specific area. And because you've had success in a specific area, you kind of let things slip a little bit. And when you let things slip a little bit, sometimes it slips a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. And all of a sudden you wind up taking losses when you didn't expect to take losses. Right? you see that sometimes with somebody who's really successful in business, right? Somebody will build the business up from the ground floor or they'll build up a gigantic business. Or even if it's a local business, they become very, very successful at it. And all of a sudden they, things slip a little bit, right? They don't mean for them to slip, but they do slip a little bit, right? Because it always worked before, so it's always going to work, right? I talked about this before, but it was a water rice stand that I used to go to all the time. And the water rice was so good, everybody couldn't believe it. There were lines around the block, lines around the block, and they couldn't miss. They couldn't miss. They couldn't miss. And all of a sudden, the quality of the water rice slipped a little bit. And then it slipped a little bit more and then a little bit more. And even when it slipped all the way to its bottom, it was still a great water rice, but it was just a little bit better than the other ones. Right. And if it's just a little bit better than the other ones and the other one is close to you, there's really no reason to make the trip to the to that one because it's only a little bit better. You don't ever change anything for something that's just a little bit better, do you? Hell no. Right. When somebody's a cheater, you don't cheat because the other person's a little bit cooler than the person you're with. No, they got to be way better than the person you're with, don't they? Of course they do. So that's what happened to the guy's business. It's still there. It's still successful. But is it as successful as it was when people were going around the block? Hell no. Why? Because it slipped and slipped and slipped and slipped. And that's what happens. It happened to me a long time ago. I had done hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of successful shows back to 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 back. And one time I did a show and I did not get the response I was respecting. Was the show successful? Yes. Was the audience happy? Yes. Was the booker happy? Yes. Was I happy? Hell no. Because when I went back and listened to the audio, I realized I wasn't getting the response I was used to. It had become easy to me. And I listened to the tape and where there were usually applause breaks and standing ovations. I just got some good laughs. Good laughs. Where's my damn applause breaks and standing ovations? You mother jugs and speed sassafras and Jehoshaphats. Where are they? And it wasn't them. It was me. I had to listen to the tape over and re- listen to the recording and realize I 
had let something slip. I had been successful so many times in a row, so many times in a row, so many times in a row that it's kind of imperceptible little slips that I didn't realize were, were happening. And it caught me in that one particular show. Little teeny mistakes that normally wouldn't matter had piled up and all of a sudden the show on that particular occasion wasn't as good as it needed to be. I, of course, immediately made the corrections and it's never happened again, but I remember it happening. I remember being in school and there was a particular class I was so good in because it just happened to be a subject that I had nerded it up on on my own, something I was interested in. And it became apparent when I went into the class that just off of my base knowledge of the specific subject, I was absolutely guaranteed minimum a B plus, minimum, maybe even an A, just off of my knowledge that I came into the class with. And when you're a kid, oh, that's the last thing you need to do is to think you know everything. Because when you think you know everything and you're a kid, you are just heading for that cliff, heading for Niagara Falls, heading for that open window, heading to the cliff top. Oh, yeah. Right. I had gotten so good in, into the course that the other classmates came up on me. Hey, man, can you help me out with some stuff? And I go, yeah, of course, I'll help you out. And I helped them out. We didn't cheat, but I just knew a lot of the stuff already, right? And we all got a little cocky. We all got a little cocky, but what we didn't understand was there were certain things that I didn't know. But when you're already getting B pluses and A's, who cares about the crap you don't know? You're getting B pluses and A's in the class. But the teacher knew. Right. Now, we, she knew we didn't cheat, but she also knew what we didn't know. And there was a big test, one of two big tests, a big test, one of two big tests that you got to take. And it's a big chunk of your grade point average. And we took that test. But what the teacher did and what the teacher knew, she knew what we weren't that great at. It was just a little bit of stuff, but we weren't that great at it. And she took that test and guess what she made the test focus on? Yeah, that's right. The crap we weren't great at. You could actually hear the audible gasps in the room when everybody flipped through the test before she said, we're going to start in five minutes. Just take a quick look at the test. Right. There's a part of me that thinks she turned around to go to the board and started to chuckle, realizing she just kicked us all in the face with this test. Okay, everybody, you take a quick look at the test. She never said take a quick look at the test before. She just wanted to hear us go, oh, 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 oh. She just wanted to hear that crap knowing we were about to get our ass kicked by that test. That test was basically the bully in school that's standing outside of the front door taking his fist and punching the inside of his other hand, putting his hands at his eyes as if to say, I see you, and then taking those same two fingers and pointing at you to say, I see you, and then waiting for you, and then when you come downstairs, kicking the crap out just so you can go home with the crap kicked out of you. That's what that test was like. And of course, that test slapped us all in the face, smacked us around, grabbed us by our foot and shook us until all of our milk money came out. We had gotten cocky. We had let things slip. Oh, no. Trouble. You've done that in your relationships, haven't you? Right? 
Everything's going good. You used to rub her back and rub her feet and tell her that her butt looks delicious and tell her she look good. You used to sneak up behind her, put her, your hands around her waist, put your hands on her delicious buttocks and kiss her sweet neck, telling her, girl, I'm going to do this stuff and this stuff and that stuff and you look like this and that, that. You know what you used to do. You used to walk up to him and tell him he was double handsome and quadruple handsome. You used to sniff his neck and you used to accidentally put your hands on his junk you used to tell him you can't wait till he gets home and then you used to come we come home and you would it was, it was his turn to cook and he was about to run into the kitchen to do some cooking but then he walked into the kitchen and realized that you already cooked and he goes oh she cooked already that's great then he turns around to the open up the kitchen door and he's, he's like why are you wearing a raincoat in the house and then you open up that raincoat and he realizes why you were wearing that raincoat oh yeah let's make it rain let's make it rain oh yeah let's just put it to you this way dinner is not eaten for another three hours because well i'm not going to go any further than that you know what i'm talking about it rhymes with you two banging each other right and you used to do that in the beginning that's what oh, the honeymoon phase the honeymoon phase and we always call it the honeymoon phase right but all over the course of time you get used to each other and yeah i got him yeah i got her I ain't got to do any more than I'm doing right now. You do a little bit less and 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 a little bit less. And the next thing you know, you got less people in your bed because your dumb ass is divorced, you dumb bastard. You know what I'm talking about. You do the same thing with your friends. You don't talk to them and all of that crap. And the next thing you know, old Jed's a millionaire. And the next thing you know, one of your friends ain't there anymore because you don't give a crap about them. At least that's what they think, you dumb bastard. You know what I'm talking about. And then last night, Kamar Usman was fighting Leon Edwards, who's a fantastic fighter and now the champion. And what happened? The first round comes in. So he gets surprised by Leon Edwards. Leon Edwards does some stuff that he never did before. But what does Kamaru do? He makes the adjustment and he dominates 99.9% of the rest of the fight. Except for one little moment where, you know, Leon kicks him in the face, knocks him out and takes his belt. It was a little slip, a little lapse, right? Because he pretty much had the fight wrapped up. He was at, he was far enough ahead where it was basically the only way Leon Edwards was going to win the fight was by knocking him out. And I uh, guess what had happened. Cause when you look at the slow motion and you watch it, he made the kind of mistake he probably wouldn't have made under normal circumstances. He knew he had the fight wrapped up. And psychologically, when you know you have something wrapped up, when you believe you have something wrapped up, Camaro believed he had that fight wrapped up. And I know you could see him take his foot off the gas a little bit. And unfortunately, when he took his foot off the gas, Leon Edwards' shin bounced off the side of his head and his head bounced off the mat. And that belt bounced over to Leon Edwards' waist. Now, when I watched that fight, I was realizing that's what was going on. When he fought Colby Covington, his arch nemesis, there wouldn't have been any of that lapse in judgment a lapse in focus or mistake like that because he knew in that fight in the fifth round it was two to two and he had to win that fifth round he had to crack that guy he had to take care of business and he did i'll be curious to see how he comes back from this loss but let's be let's be honest that's what happened and if you watched the super bowl a few years ago 
Don't turn off now, my international listeners. <laughs> we don't care about American football, damn you. Oh, just listen to the show. Damn it, you've been listening to me for nine years. You know how I do this. Shout out, punks. I fly over there and pimps. Okay, I can't, I can't beat up thousands of people. Anyway. <laughs> but the Atlanta Falcons lost to the, to the New England Patriots because they had a huge lead in the fourth quarter, took their foot off the gas, and they wound up losing in overtime. Now, learning the lesson, my hometown team, the Philadelphia Eagles, watched that. They saw that. And when they played the Patriots in the Super Bowl the next year, they were like, oh, hell no. We ain't doing that. that uh-uh. Every chance we get, we're going to hit these bastards. We, there's no letting up, no slacking, none of that crap. And they wound up winning the Super Bowl. Sometimes these things happen to you. Sometimes you get a little success or you get a lot of success. And all of a sudden, you slack up a little bit or there's a slight Loss of focus, not intentional, and you wind up losing things. So you got to be careful with that, right? I mean, that's how I got carjacked. Under normal circumstances, I'm paying really, really good attention to what's going on around me. Now, granted, this was like 15 years ago, but I'm paying really good attention to what's going on around me. And there's one particular occasion I got really comfortable. I was hanging out with my uncle. I was driving him someplace, and some guy runs up onto the car, bow, puts the gun to my head, takes my car. Damn. Hasn't happened since. I'm not saying it won't, because the last thing I need to do is have this episode come out. Yeah, I'm so paying so good attention that I didn't get carjacking in like episode 437. Uh, my dumb ass was carjacked. <laughs> so I hope that does not happen. But what I'm saying, folks, is like, 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 like we always, if you become successful at something, you got to be very, very zen about it, right? You got to pay really close attention to what's going on around you. Every once in a while, you got to check to make sure that you're doing the right things. There was a point in time where I was built like a black Bruce Lee. I mean, I was in really good shape. You know what I'm saying? The kind of shape where you like, you, you, you make excuses to take your shirt off. You know what I mean? It's like, Oh, man, it's really cold in here. I better take this shirt off. Ah, that's right. Ah. Oh, man, this day ends in the name of this day ends in the letter Y. Oh, man, I better take this shirt off again. Ah, that's right. Ah. Oh, man, I can't believe my team is winning this football game. It's probably a good, uh, good time to take my shirt off. There we go. Ah. <laughs> and the lady I was seeing at the time used to laugh at me all the time. She says, Hey, uh, hey, honey. Hey, what's up, babe? I'm getting a glass of water. Uh, this is probably a good, uh, good time for you to take your shirt off. I'm like, are you making fun of me? Yes, I'm making fun of you. I'm like, oh, okay. But you do like it when I take my shirt off. Yeah, I'm pretty much going to bang you if you take your shirt off. Oh, this is probably a good time to take my shirt off. Ah, there it is. Ah. <laughs> but the thing was, you get in great shape. And if you've been a fat guy and you get into it, if you've been fat, and they become extremely fit. I mean, extremely fit. What starts to happen to you is you start to slip up a little bit. You get a little lax. Right? All of a sudden, you would have like one piece of cheesecake a month or every couple of months. But you look in the mirror and you see your six pack and quadruple pack and quintuple pack and a quadruple pack and double packs and quadruple packs. And you're going, I can have a piece of cheesecake a day. That ain't going to change anything. 
I gained five pounds. You can barely tell. You know, you know what would be good with this cheesecake? A really large sugar-filled soda. That would be great. You know what else would be great? Curly fries. Yeah. No be even better than that? The quadruple bacon, quadruple cheese burger. That would be great. I work out a lot. I should probably have two of these burgers and two of these cheesecakes and even even bigger soda with more bigger fries. I should probably do that. Yeah, I'm in great shape. I don't need to go to the gym today. Boom, bada dum bum, boom, bada dum bum. Big ass. <laughs> and that's what happens to you. Because I'm one of those situations where I got overweight. It had nothing. I don't have any kind of genetic defect. I don't have any kind of physical defect. I don't have any kind of psychological thing. I just fell out of the habit of working out and fell into the habit of eating crap that I shouldn't eat. I got lax. And if you've ever been a fat person for an extended period of time and then you become fit, it's really weird to you. You still have the sim the 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 senses of someone who's a fat guy right now i'm in the process of getting back into shape now in fact my total gym is right in front of me and i will be climbing on that after i edit and distribute this episode okay i'm going to watch the football game first and then i'm going to work out full disclosure <laughs> right but i realized that the best way for me to, when I get back in shape, I'll be in shape in about a, maybe like six months from now, I'll be back in shape. But when I get back in shape, I realize now that the best thing for me to do was to make really good use of all of my machinery, to make really good use of my scale, to make really good use of my organization and pay close attention to what I do and what I eat and how everything goes about, how I go about everything. Because if you're paying close attention and you break it down into tiny little steps, the same thing I do with the podcast, the same thing I do with my new stand-up show that I'm writing, the same thing I do with everything that I'm getting better and better and better at, when you pay attention to what's in front of you and you break it down and you assess and you evaluate on a regular basis, you tend to not slip up anymore. I very rarely... I think in my entire life, I've been locked out of my car. Keep in mind, I've been driving for almost four decades. I've been locked out of my car like twice, maybe, I think. And that was before I implemented something that I implement and use to this day. And as long as I implement this particular thing, I don't get locked out of my car. I call it the pad around. I very rarely walk out of the house without everything that I need. Because I, I know that the necessities when I walk out of my house is I need my wallet. I need my car key fob, I need my glasses, and I need my phone. While it goes in the right rear rear pocket, phone goes in the front right front uh, side pocket on the right hand side, key fob goes into the left pocket, glasses go onto the shirt. And the pattern ba da bump ba da ba da bump ba da ba da bump ba da if I go ba da bump ba da but there's what if there's ba da and there's no bump ba da or no bop or no da dump, I know something's missing. And I make it a point to get that thing. Ba da bump ba da. Ba da bump ba da. Right? So if there's anything that's important to us, we gotta remember to ba da bump ba da. Because if you don't ba da bump ba da, you're gonna make a mistake. Right? If Kamaru Usman had ba da bump ba da, he'd probably still be champion. If I had ba-da-bum-ba-dum, I probably wouldn't have gotten carjacked that time. 
If I had bada bam bam, I wouldn't have had that one bad test in that class. If people hadn't, if you had bada bam bam, you probably wouldn't have lost certain relationships that you lost. Just keep that sound in your mind, man. But there's certain things that you have to do to make sure that you're in the right place, that you're in the right mindset, that everything is locked down the way it's supposed to. Just remember, ba bam bam. Because if you ba bam bam, you tend not to make mistakes. I could say you should be very zen about everything and zen about every attitude. But you ain't going to remember that. But I bet you remember, ba bam bam. So remember. Everything that's important to you, remember, ba bum ba you bastards. Okay, remember the ba bum ba part, not the you bastards part. That that was just thrown on at the end. <laughs> you bastards. <laughs> okay, folks, this has been episode number 436 of the Yes Anthony Says podcast. Much love to you. Thank you for coming back. I hope you enjoyed yourself if you did. And you did. And if you love this podcast, and you do, I'm going to need you to do me a favor. And you better do it, damn it. Tell everybody, tell a friend to tell a friend, recommend this podcast, subscribe to this podcast, rate and review this podcast, you bastards. Much love to you all. I'll see you next time. You bastards. (laughs) Bye.